0: good day of the week listeners it's your boy crispy and you are tuned in to final thoughts media podcast edition so open your ears and have a great Well, what's up everybody it has been quite the time since i've seen y'all so let's get into it i want to talk about the campaign first uh since that was probably the last thing that you guys actually heard from me it did not go as planned uh one we did not win so that was one thing but also the job that was there was not the job that i was supposed to be doing so In the most shortest amount of time, I promise, I started the job and was put into another job to do a job that I guess wasn't the job that someone had thought I was supposed to be doing, and a whole mess occurred. Um, Everybody's still good, we're still, you know, friends and everything else, but... I just had to leave that, and then leaving that, a lot of things happened afterwards. So, since I was out of work, I uh, had to find another job, and me not trying to go into trucking again, it was a lot harder than I thought. You know, a lot of people are looking for people, but I guess they weren't looking for me. So, that is what that is, but let's see. You know, crew and debt and all this other stuff, which, thank you. Thank you for the forgiveness of student loans. Even though currently is in litigation, I'm so happy for it, because that's going to save me a lot of time and a lot of headache, because now I can focus on possibly even getting a house and starting some, you know, more things. So I actually started to also work, um, I started working at Duke and all, all you guys that you know, love Carolina, look, I work at Duke. They pay good money, don't give me any benefits, they pay good money for me to do my job and it gives me the time to actually work on my other venture which is school yeah i'm back in school i actually go to wake tech and i'm studying cybersecurity. i don't know if i'm gonna stick with that track but i think i will stick with it as you guys can see i'm actually very interested in the it aspect of most of everything (laughs) um and, you know, that's, that's where I'm going to go. I think it's going to provide me a lifestyle that I want and possibly, you know, possibly more. Who knows? Uh, let's see. What's next? Oh, I wanted to talk about the last bit on Compass. So since I left Compass, a lot has uh, happened. I still get updates every, every so often because I do still drive for them. As for the dining, nothing has really changed which is kind of sad, but everybody misses me, everybody misses the, what used to be, and, you know, it's one of those things, I feel bad, because I'm like, it would have been nice if, you know, they would have realized it when it was happening, because I I understand, you know, when you pay this much money, you expect a level of service, but hey, now, uh, that place has, that place has not, not been that good. It has changed a lot and the changes weren't so great and because of it uh, things aren't going so well over there uh, I am not planning on going back um, but I do get updates so you know I'd like to tell you guys about it next thing was why I've been gone for so long so a lot had happened um like I said, between the last episode and this episode, I don't need to go into all that detail because, honestly, y'all are just back to listen to me talk and rant about my life and talk about these, talk about these shows. But, like I said, with everything that went on with the campaign and losing the job and getting a new job and trying to get everything right and then the car, man, the car. Either way, um, we're getting that fixed and just, things are slowly getting back into the regular rhythm and now I'm again adding school to it I'm able to kind of get back into this so I'm hoping to do more but I I'm not going to promise anything because things always happen it always happens so for right now let's enjoy each other and you know we'll keep on now I will say that I do have plans and have already started production on the final season episode of final thoughts media so season two will be coming after the next episode the next episode will actually include the last bit of my pride and the final episode in season one of hell of a boss which i'm looking at my analytics i'm doing very well with hell of a boss a lot of people love hell of a boss and if you do love, it, if you do love it, you guys should actually check out some of the other arm um, shows that I review because I endorse each and every one of them. Uh, also, with analytics, I am number I think currently 150 in the Czech Republic as of right now. When I first found out, I was actually number 20 in the Czech Republic, a podcast for film reviews. I thought that was pretty neat. You know I'm right here. We're we're out here making making moves and we're worldwide, we're worldwide, baby. Um, yeah. So I'm actually very happy about that. And shout out to all my people that listen to me in the Czech Republic. Uh, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. And if there's anything more that I can do to make that this better, again, this doesn't just involve the Czech Republic. Like this is everybody. If there's something else I can do to make this more enjoyable, let me know. Send it down in the comments. Uh, next, we're gonna get into Animazement. Uh, that was actually the last thing. That was the last thing before we started this that you guys would probably remember. Animazement was amazing. I think I'm gonna put a clip in it of when I met uh, Bakugo and Deku whenever we were in one of their panels. It was a lot of fun. Hey everybody, it's crispy at my first con in Animazement. I'm here with Bakugo and Deku and they just wanted to say something to you guys. Don't be the nerd. Excuse me. Do your homework. Stay in school. Yeah. Plus do your Ultra, homework. Be your hero. Do your homework. Thank you so much. Y'all, Thank y'all. All right, that's it for Final Thoughts Media. See you guys soon. If you wanna check out some of my uh, pictures when we took that we took, I'll have them posted up, and you can see that I went as Steven. Obviously, I told you guys that whole story last time, and see some of the um, other other uh people's cosplays and stuff like that it was it was a whole bunch of fun even even uh just gonna talk to the fellows real quick i even messed up you guys i went to the dance that was there and i met this beautiful chick she was just gorgeous drop dead gorgeous so smart. yeah she was so smart and i didn't get her number like we were actually feeling each other pretty much but i didn't get her number and we ended it there. Uh, that seems to be a big problem with me. I won't get people's numbers. I will not seal that deal, even if we're feeling each other. I'm just like, Ugh, that could have been something nice. Uh, but say la vie. Alrighty. So since you guys are caught up with my life, essentially, let's get into our content, shall we? We're gonna start by the fact that we are reviewing today episode seven and eight of My Pride, both are twenty twenty productions made by Tribal of Doom. Each one of them are in the in the realm of fifteen to twenty minutes long. And I'm again I, I messed up on that one. I didn't get a, I didn't get that information. Uh, the producer producers are Davin, Davin. I'm not gonna try and mispronounce your name. IPF and Ontario Creates. The cast of both, so this is quite a list, is Momo O'Brien as Nothing, Morgan Ganal as Hover, Raven Amato as Feather, Helen O'Connor as Power Powerstrike, May- Macy Mahan as Farley, Cassidy St- Stachow as Rain, Chris O'Bray as Proudmane, Izzy Sack as Silenstock, Hillary Taylor as Kyoga, Emily Goleman as Karabi, Phillips Sacramento as Light, Wolf Number Nine as Wolfman, and Jamie Heck as Precise Charge. So, we're gonna get the description, because that's not a good description of this anymore. This is actually a horrible description of this entire thing. But, you guys understand that this is basically a story of light and darkness. But, We're going to get into a little bit more of what it is. So, episode 7, we open up on Hover going through the monotony of pride life and the regrets of the day that nothing left. We get more depth on Farley as she explains how she viewed uh, her life living in nothing's shadow, trying to be the best for validation's sake, and how she actually hated nothing. She doesn't hate her now, but she did rain then comes in and asks for water appealing to hover or long run at this point she is able to get water but far leap is attesting it due to the fact that one the water is already low due to us being the dry season and it's pro and it's and it's the armed um, property of the pride now I was given permission to do tangent on water and I don't understand that. Why are we being charged for water? Me and my mom were having this conversation not too long ago. And why are you being charged for water, for something that naturally exists in nature? I understand. People need to get paid so that way we can treat the water, treat sewage, and things of that nature. But apparently, at least over in Jacksonville, North Carolina, you are charged a base rate, which means that even if you use no water, you're going to be charged that base rate, which is stupid. But after that base rate, once you hit a certain amount, then you go into an additional base rate. So it's the base rate times the consumption, times the consumption to a certain amount, and then it's the consumption times the new rate plus the regular pay rate which is stupid to me how are you gonna charge for water I understand that I want to see the thing I want to see that I want to see the actual process I want to see how much it actually costs, because there is no way that you're gonna be charging people $200 for water they didn't even use like, I understand if you use a lot of water, then you get this is a simple math. The water you use multiplied by the rate equals the amount that you pay. That's simple. But apparently that's not how this works, and it bugs me. It bugs me so much. If it bugs you, leave a comment. Now getting back to the story. Rain informs him how she had meant nothing out on the stretch, and Hover is ready to question Proudmane on why he lied about killing her. Because he said that he killed her, all the cubs, and everything else. When they return to the step, she does just that, as Proudmane is finishing the deed with Silent Strike. Obviously pissing off Power Strike because of a lot of other reasons. But... Uh, after brushing it off, proud Mai begins to, to leave and hover pushes for, for the truth. All this boils into um, her actually admitting that she's in love with nothing and not that she loves her as a friend or anything else, but that she legitimately loves her as a you know as a mate. And this is going against pride love, putting hover in a really dangerous situation. Farley attempts to remedy the situation, seemingly as she herself is opening up to the fact that she might love Hover herself, but that's just my opinion. Proud states that he will not honor uh, Power Strikes and Quick Mae's decision to accept Hover, as she was you know, actually accepted by them both in lieu of her relationship with nothing, and says that all the ancient laws will be enforced in his pride. Uh, let's see. Farley asks for leniency, and he says the only way I'm going to give leniency is if you never speak of this again and devote yourself to the pride and your main. Hover doesn't do that. However, just doesn't do that, and and proud main strikes, but Farley takes the blow. This is essentially the uh, part that solidifies them leaving. Power Strike steps in and defends both her daughter and Hover, and they—they are—they're about to leave. Um, I was about to say, Power Strike actually intimidates Proudmain, and we can see this in like as a small thing, but we see that he is very much intimidated by Power Strike, and. <laughs> you know he's like whatever go and go and do what you want to do you won't survive out there silence dog begs for uh, silence dog begs for farley not to leave but ultimately the, the is it's no contest she has to go farley offers her a place if she wants in the future knowing that again this is how they were raised this is how things have been always been done and with Proud Mane putting words words in her ear, it's hard for it's hard for her to leave it's hard for her silent stop to leave. So that was a tear-jerking moment. Upon the exit, Power Strike admits that she's not actually one hundred percent, that nothing is alive. But hover is all that she has left of her daughter, and she left the pride because of it. Deciding on their next move, hover is actually made the three of them's leader, as she is an expert on the stretch, and she takes back her name. She takes back her name. She says, "Just, just call me Hover," and that's how we end the, in episode seven. I thought it was really good. Um, definitely moved the story along very quickly. Um, not not too quick, honestly. The um pacing was great. Let still love the animation. I I have nothing to say about the animation. Um. I would give this an 8 out of 10 you know what 8.5 I want to give it a higher but you guys know you guys know I don't give out tens but to the specific just greatest of all time and a 9 is about the highest I would I, the 9 would be the highest I would give it the only 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 thing is that it's just it's, it's a start it's a start to something great and like I said it was a great episode And that's why I give it an 8.5. It's just missing that little oomph to just set it over the edge. So that's my review for episode 7. So let's get on to episode 8. And this one is called Rain. So we open with nothing and feathers sleeping under the stars. And as it begins to rain, Kansu, a.k.a. Rain, appears to nothing and... This could be the signal of the end of the dry season, but we don't actually know. Leaving Feather to sleep, Rain takes nothing and shows her the Emerald Valley of Old. It's kind of like a memory walk, but they're actually in it, so they see what's going on, but no one can see them, so it's kind of like that type of thing. And she explains to her how lions used to actually live in harmony she takes them to a patch where she explains that nothing's past life was a lion named kyoga knowing the story of kyoga and light nothing's a little confused the memory continues and we find out that Kioga she liked light but she didn't love him she actually loved another lioness named karabi AKA Karabi the Terrible, from the story. Karabi pushes for Kyoga to tell Light about the truth about them, and Kyoga explains why it's important that they be joined and how it be good for the tribes. Karabi then pushes on the fact that she is not a pawn and she needs to, you know, basically go with what she wants, basically. Time for you to look inward. And begin asking yourself the big questions: Who are you, and what do you want? On the day of their joining ceremony, Light is informed that she left—that you know, Kyoga left with Karabi, also known as Kansu's chosen—and would join with her. And Light goes into a rage of both denial and sadness. We then continue to the gruesome scene where light has started a war with the storm kingdom and there are a lot of deadlines around you guys just a lot of deadlines and it's it's disturbing desperate to stop the bloodshed Kyoga and karabi meet with light in um, one of the earlier places where nothing and ghost actually met it was a different it was this it was the same place I believe the shifting it was part of the shifting place but I, I don't actually remember. Light then bears his emotions of how he felt when Kyoga pretty much just abandoned him without a word, and honestly, really leading him on, and she's wrong for that one, but he's wrong in the future. We see him slip into more of a depression. Light trying to push made Karabi actually pounce on him, and Kyoga just begged for his life, saying, Look, we used to once be friends. Please, just just let him let him, let him live, and you know, let's get out of here. Karabi did it just for her, but it actually backfired and light slashed her throat, claiming she was crazy and she was going to kill him. Fanatic now he demands for Kyoko to look at him. In the coldest stare that she could have possibly given him, the phrase goes, Azra may take me, but you will never win. And we see all but the eyes of all the lions change to black and white. As the moon disappears and Kyoga actually takes the form of Azra and curses all of Light's future lives and says that she will be his death in every one of them. We get a rearranged version of the history told by the victor as both Karabi and Kyoga disappear and Light is the only one left to actually tell the story. And he tells his deranged story and creates Pride Law from his hate and fear. We see that Suns was really pissed at Azra for interfering with the um, lives of the mortals and actually set the valley ablaze, creating the stretch. Since Azra has been missing, the dry seasons have been getting harder and longer every year. Rain then explains that people who died are actually not going up into the stars now they're actually trapped on earth until azra's return she needs nothing to not continue the cycle and to not kill light but instead find azra in the shifting place and convince her to reconcile with her sisters nothing then wakes up and just says it was a dream and that's where we end this episode Honestly, I would say that this episode, I would give it a 7 out of 10. It was something that definitely pushed the story along. But overall, it wasn't, it wasn't like all crazy. It was one of those, um, I guess I'm comparing it to like Avatar whenever we actually meet Juan, because Juan was a, whew, that was a 9.5 right there, 9.5. But it wasn't the same and, but it did give us a lot of information you know what's weird is that seven had all the stuff that i wanted but didn't have that oomph and eight had that oomph but not everything i wanted it it seemed super quick and they told it in a good pace it just was so quick i wanted more um you think that that would give it a higher rating but i I guess it had a negative effect in some way either way definitely recommend both these both these chapters And that's about all I got for you guys. Well, that about does it for this episode. This is Chris B. signing off. You can find me on Instagram at Final Thoughts Media or go to my YouTube channel, Final Thoughts Media. Catch you guys on the next episode and have a great day.